2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
3: on a bench coast to coast in the biggest way possible hanging out the bad seed, the broken ate a bad apple with a bad attitude, the hammer, a bad attitude, bad take, bad lie, bad do, bad breath, bad, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Verola Palacio, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves a little 805 sour hybrid in New York City. The big apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, she do be on the friend to come around, fight to fight to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, this town's a tatter, my brain's been splattered all over Manhattan, I'm so hot for her, I'm so hot for her, and she's so cold, hey what's gigging, I'm bro? along with your boy Carver High this afternoon. Mafia is running it. I have no idea with who. Sports birthdays on a misery Monday. AJ Foyt with us, of course. The big race fan, the Daytona 500 today. Damian Pierce, 24. Donovan Peoples, Jones, 25. JP Sears, 28. Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, 29. Adrian Payne, 33. Cody Parkey 34, Kyle Chapura 38, Dwight Freeney 44 with Mike Miller, Tommy Bennett and Terrence Rencher 51s, William Henderson 53 with Gil Milburn, Garland Hawkins 54, Rob DeMaio 56, William White 58 with Peter Doris, Alvaro Espinosa 62, Roger Goodell going to the mailbox, Carver High for the social security checks, 65 today for the NFL Commission. And Dave, Smoke, Stewart, 67. Happy birthday to, to you. Oh, happy birthday to, to you. Oh, oh. Well, the Nets finally started their spring house cleaning, and it's not even spring yet. They fired Jock Vaughn. We welcome our radio sirius xm Channel 159, Sports Byline, their radio affiliates, Deepak, holding it down for us in the city by the bay. Of course, I said multiple times, including last week, the Nets need to fire everyone, and that includes their horrible general manager, Sean Marks, the Australian phony who continues to protect Ben Simmons at all costs while getting rid of all the players that can actually ball and that can actually fill up the net with buckets. And then he fires Vaughn, who everyone loved. Although Vaughn this year was doing a terrible job, a team that can score it with will on anyone, but that never showed up for the fourth quarter. I'm surprised they both didn't go. Obviously the ownership is afraid of Sean Marks. This team and franchise is a disaster and Brooklyn deserves better. The East beat the West in the most phony of all-star games in all of sports. What a disaster that was last night in Indianapolis. I don't care what anybody says, 211-186, 211-186, more points scored than any game ever. Guys taking three-quarter court-length shots. Legitimate three-quarter length of the court shots. You saw Doncic pull up from inside the free throw line after a rebound and shoot it at the other end of the basket. He missed everything. The rim, the backboard. I'm surprised someone didn't lose a tooth. They had a guy have 50 points in 28 minutes, and they didn't give him the MVP. They gave it to their favorite of favorites, Dame Time Lillard, for having 39, because he can hit a shot from half court. It is laughable, that All-Star game. Absolutely disgusting. I don't care what you think. Anyone that knows anything about basketball knows that's a joke, including... All of the NBA players who spend the entire night laughing and hugging and kissing one another. What a mess. We got it all for you, though. Dame time, half-court shots. Adam Silver, even sick of it. He can't even stand watching it. Did you see how fast he did the uh, awards celebration afterwards? Thanks, Indianapolis. You did a great job. Here's your MVP. See ya. Dame time gets the MVP with 39 and 11 threes. Dame time wanted to put on a big performance. Oh, yawn. Did you really sit through that? Are you serious? You watch that? Tyrese Halliburton on playing in front of the home crowd. No one cares that you played in front of the home crowd. No one cares at all about that game. Don't even kid yourself. I'm right. LeBron, not sure when he's going to stop playing. Here we go again. Now I've heard he's going to either have a farewell tour, which you know he's got to have. Anyone that has a decision show has to have a farewell tour, right? He's got to have, you know, a gift in every city. He's just got to. And he'll even do it for his production company, Sugar Hill. You know, he's got to turn it into a, like a a documentary, movie. It's got to be, you know, Bron's last season. And they got to get Bronny signed too to play in the NBA, which he would never make without his daddy. LeBron is committed to playing for the U.S. and Paris Olympics, which they'll lose to a foreign country because we don't matter anymore in basketball. Gabe Marenzi joins us this very hour. Curry beat Sabrina in the contest. Was there anyone here besides me that bet on... Steph Curry, how many people were on the show on Friday selling me on betting on Sabrina Inescu out shooting the greatest shooter in the world, trying to be slick with the chick pick? How'd that work out for you? Kenny Smith spoiled a great moment for Inescu. He said they should have had a chick line that she shot from. Boy, that got everyone all kinds of worked up. You're not allowed to say anything bad about women, or you are almost finished. They can't fire the jet, though. He's got too much juice at Turner Sports. Mac McClung repeats a slam dunk at They should have just showed last year's highlights. Those dunks were better. Dame Willard wins the three point contest. Yawn. He missed. Six of his last seven shots. What a thrill for everyone to watch him clanking shots off the rim. And then he finally hits his last one and shows everyone his watch. I mean, I'm losing patience with this dude, too. I'm about done with this guy, with the performance he's put on in Milwaukee. And you can quote me on all of this. NBA East, West Standings, odds to win the title, odds to win the MVP. Carver High's over there slicing his wrists that I'm talking this long about the NBA. The Daytona 500 is today, another sport. I'd rather watch chicks mud wrestle. Do we have a wet t-shirt contest? I could get some people excited about that. We've got daytime hockey on the worst holiday in the history of the world that we honor dead presidents. Unbelievable. My kids are off school for two days. Who made that decision? The Rangers beat the Islanders. Carver High was hammered with Sean, and Sean at MetLife yesterday. They stunned the Islanders with a late rally. We got all the hockey, including all the day games today. I've been betting on all of them profusely. We've got Coach Young on the lion's share. We've got Davis Lee Rothmatic from St. Louis talking about the Champions League tomorrow. Today in Carver High history. We even have college football and college basketball news. I got hoops from the weekend out the ying. How about this? Rick Harrow to talk sports biz. Bags of money. Adam Kaplan talking about the NFL combine in Indianapolis. I guess everything happens in Indianapolis these days. We'll get Kaplan starting to talk about how high guys can jump and if they're stupid enough to take their stupid mental aptitude test that they make them do in the NFL. All of that today on a misery Monday. It's time for Coast to Coast. Go with us. All right, so uh, you got to get the Sports Grid app. It is the most fantastic thing ever. And it's free on iOS and Android in and the Play Store. Free is me. I got to tell you what's great about it. You can follow your favorite hosts like Carver High and Pharrell. You can watch the network, you can listen to the network. Whenever I uh, turn people onto it, I always go, Look, it's in HD right on your phone. And then they're like, Wow, that's incredible. And I go, If you think the host is ugly, you can just click this button right here and just listen. So, like, if you don't like the way they look, you just listen on the radio side. And the guy said to me, I don't like the way you look. And I said, I don't like the way you look either. And then we started fighting. And then I dropped the phone. I smashed it. And I kicked him in the face. And one thing led to another. And then so then once he was out of the picture, I turned his wife and kids on to a different one. You know, I got the app going for them. They were loving it. They thought we were beautiful. Get the app. It has everything, including in-game odds and stories and videos and highlights. It's incredible. The Sports Grid app. BetMGM is giving away free money again. I've never understood these people. They just constantly give away money. Use the bonus code SG150 when you open up your new BetMGM account. So much fun. Just go and open up an account on iOS or Android or BetMGM.com. Start your account by placing a measly $5 in it. Once you've opened your account, bet $5, that said $5 on anything. Win or lose, you're getting $150 in bonus bets immediately. And then you can start using the BetMGM app on a daily basis. I use it more than brushing my teeth. In fact, the guy I got in a fight with said I had bad breath. I said, that's rum. And he said, I don't care you smell. Uh, SG150 is the bonus bet. No jokes, Carver High. It's not funny. It's not funny when you get in a fist fight at the hockey game, but I thought the fist fight at the start of the hockey game that you went to was fantastic. But we'll talk hockey later. We have to start with the firing of Jacques Vaughn. Another bad decision by Sean Marks. He just continues to have bad decisions one after the next. And then he keeps hiding his lover in the closet, Ben Simmons, loyal to the down under crowd. He keeps that guy Simmons in his pocket year round.
5: It is amazing, right? How he gets to keep making all these decisions. Like, how how does he get to keep getting all this juice? Like, how many coaches does he get to fire? How many times does he get to turn over the team? Like, wouldn't if you were gonna clean out today, wouldn't, you fire, left? To? wouldn't you fire him too? Who's he sleeping with? Wouldn't you fire him too? Like, if you were firing people today, wouldn't you start with him? Yes. And then also get rid of the coach. They just can't figure it out there. Uh, they probably never will. Uh, Jacques Vaughn, we said uh, last week, you said it. I mentioned it as well. That was the kind of game that it gets you fired. Uh, that's a, yeah. losing by 50, going into the all-star break with guys. Uh, you know, Doc said it about the Bucks. You know, guys were in Cabo. Uh, guys were uh, in Cabo in the net game, too, uh, on Wednesday night. And when, that gets you whacked. That's what happened. When happens. is
3: the last time that... Uh, you didn't hear me say fire, Sean Marks. And when is the last time you saw the Nets play a fourth quarter? I mean, literally, they haven't played a fourth quarter once the entire season. They're in every game through three quarters. I and Eagle calling it with, uh, you know, oh, the Nets are flying <laughs> through the air. Score Cam Thomas stuff. and Mikal Bridges. Oh, Claxton with another swat. Oh, the Nets. And then in the fourth quarter, it's Crickets. They are the worst fourth-quarter team in the NBA. They should have fired Jacques Vaughn and Sean Marks. He's obviously sleeping with the owner. You can quote me on that, too. It's In some sports, it's follow the money. In in basketball in Brooklyn, it's follow the bed sheets. Who's he sleeping with? Because this guy couldn't get fired if, literally, uh, they lost every game of the season. If they went 0-82, he'd still have a job. He has survived, like, Fifteen presidents and nine popes dying. This guy just is—he's the only guy in sports that hasn't been fired, and he should go back to Australia with that candy-ass peanut brittle, Ben Simmons, and the two of them should get married. How's that for an idea?
5: Uh, it's not bad. I don't mind thank it you. at all. Like, thank you. But and if you were a if you were a you know head coach in the NBA with any kind of a you know a record or some established head coach. Why the hell would you want a coach there? Like, think about it. like, No way. All well, the money. The money. Cash. I guess so, because they get piles of cash when they get fired. Like, they can't keep a coach more than a year, year and a half, but at least you get that big bucket of cash when you leave. And Atkinson, then how about this? Cash. Now this guy.
3: Yeah. How about they, they got the proverbial last line? We just want to wish Jacques, Laura, and the kids the best Great in the family future. Man. They always have Great that family, family tag at the end. Yeah. It's almost like the closed captioning problem I'm having with my computer these days. The last line is always there. Welcome. Thanks, Laura and, and little Johnny and Jeffrey and Cindy. Thanks so much. Yeah. Good luck without a job. Have fun with all that money we paid you to go away. <laughs> You're a tremendous of men. We think the world of you as we're doing you going out the door. How phony ass is professional sports when they fire these guys? Stop. Some guy said to me That's today, uh, you know, uh, I said Kerr was going to get uh, quit coaching. They're not going to fire him. He's going to quit coaching. And, and some guy said I'm on drugs. I said, yes, I am. I was also on drugs when I said Carol Belichick and Vaughn would be fired. I was on drugs the whole time. And I got all three right. And I'm going to get that one right, too. It's just a matter of time. It's, you know, end of the season. It, it, I'm predicting uh, in the, when the Olympics are over and they lose to, like, some fourth Slovenia and Doncic or France or, you know, Spain, when they lose in the Olympics, then he'll finally announce, oh, my back, I can't take it anymore. Five years later, when he does his memoir, he's going to say, the reason I had to get out was I couldn't uh, keep lying about Draymond Green anymore. He drove me nuts, and I had to seek counsel and a shrink. Boom!
5: Uh, Count there will on it. be there will be a memoir uh, one day where you will <laughs> get all of that information uh, from Steve Kerr. One day, all of that will happen. Canucks it. score again, Scotty. Four-one Canucks up in Minnesota right now. Let's go! The Canucks keep lighting the lamp at St. Paul at the XL. There's a lot of afternoon hockey. And I guess you couldn't tell uh, Monica am on uh, the with a 4-1 lead now uh, up here in St. Paul. You're uh, we, going to talk to Gabe next. I'll save all the highlights and stuff, or lowlights, however you want to call it, from the uh, 2-11 to 186 victory for the Eastern Conference last night uh, in the All-Star Game in Indiana, the highest-scoring All-Star Game ever, and it was also rated uh, the least effort ever. In an all star game. So it actually had both of those things uh, that it was awarded, Scotty, afterwards. We do have time to this. Let me at least give you Dame Time. Everybody loved this. They made a great big deal about game Time from the logo uh, on Here TNT.
1: <laughs> that was the Motor Speedway flat tire. Oh my God. David Lillard. Y'all see this. Okay. Half court Y'all see this. Oh.
3: Lillard. So uh, mm. they called two fouls in the game. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's so <laughs> pathetic that, listen, let me just sum this up. If you have an all-star game, it should be the U.S. against the world, $10 million to the winners, losers get nothing, then you'll get a game. Remember the basketball attorney for a million, there's like 16 teams, and they will literally kill, maim, rape, gouge, shank, and chop off arms and legs and headbutt you before they will let you shoot a layup in that tournament because they're playing for a million dollars and money means something to everyone the reason the nba players think that the all-star game is a joke is because they get nothing for it at all and they are without a doubt the greediest athletes on earth the nba players make more money than anyone in sports and yet it's never enough it's never enough. They don't want to play in the All-Star game. What they want is to be paid to be in an All-Star game. It's as simple as that. Let's stop with all this other bullshack.
5: That is what it comes down to. I'll give you a little bit more later on. after
3: to have you with us on c to c on a Monday. Morency joins us every day from Vancouver. I have to tell you this story Morency, I was um, watching you getting ready to go to the Canucks game the other night. He had the jersey on old school, he had on a a ski cap Canucks had. He had it all lined up. And I thought to myself, this is a perfect opportunity to jump right in. I started betting heavily on the Canucks. I'm like, this team never loses. They made a great trade at the deadline. Lindholm, they are on fire. You know what? I think I'll add another nickel to the bet. And then I watched the game, and they bent over and lost to the Jets 4-2. to I was livid. And while I was at it, I had the Sharks, who were tied at three, and with 13 seconds left, lost to Columbus, 4-3 on a last-second goal, and I wanted to jump off the roof of the building I'm in in Manhattan. Two late-night West Coast losers cost me a handful. A bad night. Next time, Marenzi, just go to the game, and don't get me all wound up with your outfits and your fancy hats and jerseys. You sold me. A bill of goods. You got me going on the Canucks. If you would have just gone in with your football full of booze, I would have probably just bet a hundred on the game. Instead, I lost all kinds of money.
6: Yeah, it seems to always work out that way when I go to games. I think teams have lost more than they have won. I did bet the over five and a half, so that was uh, that was somewhat of a uh, you know, made it a softer landing, so to speak. Listen, I tweeted about this earlier, Scott. The Vancouver Canucks, they're the best team in the NHL. Are they the best team? I don't know. You know, I, that that's a strong statement. They have the they have the most points in the NHL, right? So they've had an awesome season, but they have a lot of bad habits. And one of the habits that they have is they get outshot all the time early in these games, and the Canucks score without a lot of shots on goal. Like a great example in this game today, Scott, they got outshot 8-2 in the first period. They scored on both shots. <laughs> You know what I mean? They scored on both shots on goal, yet they kind of got dominated. Now they're up 4-2 right now in this game. Uh, one thing I'll say, Scott, about uh, about the Winnipeg Jets. The Canucks played pretty well. I was there. I was pretty close to the ice. I had great seats. So, I, uh, you know, I was soaking it all in really almost from a scouting perspective. And the Canucks played well. The Jets um, got a couple of, you know, good, you know, good bounces in the slot. But I'll tell you what, bro. Connor Hellebuck. That guy is unbelievable. He's massive. He reminds me of Ken Dryden. He really is hard to beat. There's a reason why the Winnipeg Jets have given up the fewest amount of goals in the National Hockey League this year. And they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs because of this guy. He's that good. Like, Demko's amazing on the Canucks, but hella buck. The guy's a monster, Scott. He takes up the entire damn net. He's so big, bro.
3: Those goals they got in the third were both like two-on-ones. The one to Scheifele... Uh, sliding in front of the net. I mean, he one time banged it. I mean, he snapped that off his stick so fast into the back of the net. That kid never saw it coming. He didn't know what hit him, and the game was they over. They had a
6: few of those, too. Like, the Vancouver were fortunate. Winnipeg, I was right there, Scott. Winnipeg had a million opportunities in the slot. And they they with Minnesota today. Minnesota had a two-man advantage. I don't know how the puck didn't go in the net uh, a couple of times. But, hey, we can't live in the past. It is what it is. We're on the Canucks right now. Uh, they're up 4-2 in Minnesota, so it would be a nice bounce back uh, for them. I hammered the Canucks to win a division as well, so I need every point I can get.
3: So what do you think the rest of the uh, day? There's a bunch of day games. There's four of them. Detroit, Seattle, Edmonton, Arizona at the college rink in Tempe. The Jets are in uh, Calgary. We saw Detroit go in there and beat them 5 to nothing. I almost fell over. And then Vegas is at the Shark Tank. All those games... Are basically coming up at the top of the hour.
6: We got a game coming up right now. I tell you what, man, the Detroit Red Wings, Scott, in a nice road trip uh, for these guys. They lost to the uh, the Vancouver Canucks, but they turn around, they bounce back, they smash uh, the Calgary Flames, a fading Calgary Flame team. But the Kraken have been playing pretty good hockey going into the All Star break after struggling to start the season. For me, the unders the look here, Scott. Uh, Joey DeCord's been unbelievable. Between the pipes uh, for the Kraken, they've been a big under team, like five and one to the under, I believe, last six whole game games. They've been an under team. And I think, you know, we see six and a half right now at minus 130. They're about to drop the puck. I like this a lot, Scott. I'm going to go under the six and a half, minus 130 in this hockey game. And I think the Kraken win. I think it catches up to the Red Wings being on the road all week. They, they, dude, last week they were in Canada. Like, they've been all over the place. Now it carries over into Seattle. They're going to be looking forward to getting home. I think mean, I, I like the uh, the Kraken here. Close game, you know, 3-2 type game, Kraken in the under.
3: And then Edmonton, Arizona.
6: Edmonton, Arizona, hard to get in front of the Edmonton Oilers. So what I did here as well, playing the under 6.5, but I've got an alternate line parlay bet here, Scott. I took the Seattle Kraken and the Red Wings under 7.5, a half, little bit of insurance, under 7.5, and the Edmonton Oilers to win the hockey game at minus 129. So it's not a bad number now. I get this down to minus 129. Under eight goals in this Kraken uh, Wings game. And then I just need um, the, the Oilers to win. I'm not a big favorite better when it comes to hockey because I know anything could happen. But this will be a spot that the Oilers will want to grab the two points. They don't like losing. Uh, they're going to get back on track here. There will be a lot of Oiler fans in the desert too, Scott. They travel well. So, I like the Oilers in this spot vegas and and the sharks similar situation. I don't want to lay the two eighty two ninety here right now, so we'll we'll be looking at parlays. We talked about the flames man. this team's really struggling subtly. They had a four game win streak going um they went into uh to msG last Monday, and ever since the wheels have fallen off, i mean they just they just keep losing and it, it's getting worse Now you got a Winnipeg team coming in here this This is a tough spot um for, for Winnipeg it feels like, but I think the Jets are the play at minus one thirty. Um and then, you know, you get tonight on the back end here. Feels like the Tampa Bay Lightning should be bigger favorites over the Ottawa Senators. I know the Lightning have struggled a little bit. They're coming off that route where they got smashed by the Panthers. I was I'll buy back with the Lightning tonight, Scott.
3: Yeah, me too. And what about uh Carolina at home against Chicago? That could get ugly in Raleigh. Uh you know, I watched them uh, in what what in Vegas three one they looked really good when in that game in Sin City.
6: Yeah, minus minus four twenty five right now. Extremely pricey. I could live with it if you wanted. Let's say the um, and this is going to be a popular parlay with the puckheads uh, tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes and the Edmonton Oilers, and that's minus one fifty. It's not bad. Could be worse. You know what I mean? Like you're getting the Edmonton Oilers team. The Coyotes aren't totally terrible. That's the thing, right? They've got good young players, but the Oilers will win the game, and the Blackhawks will be in tough, even with a dart back. So I can recommend that parlay. Carolina to win, Edmonton to win, minus 150.
3: So I watched this uh, Toronto uh, St. Louis game today in St. Louis, and I got to tell you, I, I am surprised that St. Louis has that record, whatever, 29 wins, because I watched them today. They're terrible. I'm sorry. I don't, know, I don't know how they have 29 wins. They're awful.
6: <laughs> They're, that whole division, Scott, is sort of middling. You know what I mean? All those teams are kind of the same, and I don't bet a lot of their games. I generally stay away from Minnesota wild games, too. They're playing the Canucks today, but I figured the Canucks will get back on track. Is, you know, like the Nashvilles of the world, the St. Louis's of the world. Like, you really don't know what you're going to get from them on it. Minnesota. They could win. They could lose. They're just sort of just mediocre, flatline franchises. Listen, man, the Blues had a hell of a run. And these guys have made the playoffs like 25 years in a row or something like that. It's like a sports record. Like, out of all the leagues, it's kind of full floor to the radar. They're so consistent. They won the Cup. They had their run. They finally broke through. They win the Stanley Cup, Scott. But they won the Cup with, like, a veteran team. Right, they were older dudes, it was veteran NHL vets. They've never really turned it around. Right? They're sort of in that they've never really turned it around and brought in new young stars and like, all right, we got a new face. They're sort of like a faceless organization that is sort of in the middle of the road here right now. Bro, they
3: were that was so stale when they won the cup and then Afterwards, the they did nothing at all to defend it. Like they were, ever since they won that No, They, were won like, that they, cup,
6: they we won. That's yeah, it. <laughs> they, that's it. That's who they are now. They just, <laughs> yeah, we got one a few true. years ago. They Don't never worry said, about oh, us. Let's build on it. Yeah, yeah let's build we're, it.
3: We're over here bored to death. They got an empty net goal right now, but they're still down a goal, and it's still an empty net goal. It's still 3 2. They got a minute eight. See if they can get another one. But the Leafs are still hanging on. What was your thoughts on that? Insane uh all star game. Like, honestly, don't get me started.
6: Oh, I was frustrated, bro. I bet big too. And I I usually I bet big on these all star games and I've done well. The West was just absolutely pathetic. Like, listen, Luca, if you don't want to play, don't play. Just show up, wave to the fans, and sit your ass on the bench, bro. Like Joker and Luca single handedly like destroyed it. Stuff curry cared. Stuff curry cared, bro. I heard Draymond talking about how Steph Curry wanted to win the MVP. It was all fired up. It's hard to get fired up when you got these dudes taking shots from the other free throw line, right? It's like you can see, they were like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, I kind of care about this. Carl Anthony Towns scored 50 points, bro. He would have won the MVP if his team would have cared. He cared, right? Like, And the, and the guys on the East, they, they, you know, the guys on the West were trying these stupid shots and like, they were kicking the ball out of bounds. And you notice the guys on the East were just dunk, 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 dunk. Nothing fancy, and they were adding it up. I, I I, won on the over. I was hammering the overs. Normally, I defend these all-star games and go, what do you guys want, man? It's just a stupid game anyways. But that was an abomination last night. Like, that that just was bad. And I don't know, Scott. It's the modern athlete, bro. The all-star games used to be classics. Pete Rose ended someone's life, essentially, in an all-star game, trying to score at home plate. Right, right. Right? Like, you know what I mean? They cared. Like, players cared and guys cared and it was competitive. And now, man, it's just a circus.
3: You're not allowed to hit catchers anymore. They're grooming them to be managers.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: welding instructor alex declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
5: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact
4: muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
1: ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right,
3: Carver, hi. Uh, I love the reactions uh, from that feeble all-star game uh, and you know Marenzi's right like I said it before Marenzi the uh Luka Doncic pulling up from three quarters of a court uh to shoot and and chucking an airball and then watching fat Joker couldn't even dunk he was so like uh, uninterested in playing and laughing and like I mean I thought he was gonna have sex with somebody like I, I was like what is next it was embarrassing Even Silver, you can see it was written all over his face.
5: You certainly could, uh, that's for sure. Uh, So Adam Silver basically, Scotty, spent the entire weekend uh, trying to tell everybody that the game was going to be more competitive, and they talked to the players, and they did all these things, Uh, and that was not the case whatsoever. Uh, Like you mentioned with Luka, Joker, a few of these guys, they did not get it done. Uh, We had Silver, we'll try to get it back later, The Silver... Uh, basically not sounding thrilled, Scotty. I I don't even have to play it. You saw it. He handed out the trophy. Looks like we might actually have it here. Silver afterwards, uh, really showing us that uh, he wasn't a fan of the effort uh, in in the All-Star game last night on TNT.
6: And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. (laughs) I
3: mean, it is really (laughs) – dude it's a real problem uh they have got to do something they've got to be better they've got to do something uh creative here and i think it's you know like let's be honest this guy came up at the in-season tournament and paid the winners paid players to win uh there was an incentive there was cash on the table there is no money involved in the all-star weekend I have said repeatedly that players don't even want to go. Uh, They would rather go to Cabo. They would rather go spend five days with their family and sleep or go on a little mini uh, three- or four-day trip somewhere with their family or just get away um, with all the injuries and all the grind that it is of the NBA season. And the ones that have to go, all the superstars that have to go, they don't want to go. Uh, And they say they want to go. They're lying. They aren't paid. And these guys, uh, they want to be paid literally for an autograph. They want to be paid for a selfie. They want to be paid to smile. Uh, They want to be paid to show up, uh, to do anything. So I think they've got to make it a a tournament where, like the in-game, in-season tournament, that they had for money. I think the All-Star game should be US versus the world for like a giant sum of money that's split uh, amongst the winning side and the losers get nothing. I think that that would, so it should definitely be one team gets it all, the other team gets nothing. And I guarantee you that you will see the hardest played All-Star game you've ever seen in your life. No one wants to lose and get nothing ever in anything, in any sport ever. I don't care what it is. If one side gets money, the other doesn't. The team that loses uh, will want to go drink whiskey and bite the glass.
5: You got to put something on the table uh, if you actually want it to mean something or just make it like the NFL now and just don't even play the game. Uh, if you just just have the stuff that you do on Saturday night, which is all uh, they got problems with that, too. But do the stuff on Saturday night. Give That's everybody a, a bad wave, idea. They get their... And just forget the game because it's become absolute nonsense. Now. And how
3: about the young? How about the young players' games? So the rising star yeah. games were, you know, to to, to forty, and then the twenty four was the final. What could be worse? Uh, they had the 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 semis were to forty, and the final was to twenty four. What were they tired? Who? What is next? Out next there. year they're going to play twenty one like we do in our driveway? I mean, it is so candy ass. It, it it is laughable. It's embarrassing the ideas that they come up with. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the boardroom, in the you know, in the conference room where these guys sit around and come up with these stupid ideas that they actually like can you imagine a guy like, what we'll do is, yeah, we'll we'll play to forty and then and then what we'll do is we'll we'll play to twenty-four. And then someone in the corner should have said, and what's next? We'll have five free throw contests. I mean, honestly. It's laughable. It's the most ridiculous weekend of nonsense in sports. And then the worst week of sports is the baseball all-star week. That one's even worse. And then they turn that home run derby into like uh, an event like uh, you would think uh, the world was ending the way they turn that into an event. Like I'm like this, watching guys do batting practice home runs. Are you kidding me? Like you really fall for that? You fall for that? How about people to go with like a glove? Like, you know, hey, come on, Dad, let's go, and we'll catch home runs. Uh, you know, honestly, you can think whatever you want. You're wrong. It's boring. It's terrible. It's bad television. It's bad sporting. It's bad event. It's a bad week. Everything about it's bad. The NBA is a joke, and so is the baseball. It's a joke. The NFL is such a joke that they admit it. They admit it, all that matters, all that matters, let's be real. The tournament matters in the NFL, the playoffs matter. The two weeks waiting for the Super Bowl is the worst two weeks. That's like waiting for your wife to deliver. When's she gonna pop? I mean, it's so awful, you're like, God, when is this gonna end? Like, talking about the Chiefs for two weeks, I'd rather have a root canal. I'm not even wrong. I, you know, if I was wrong, I'd shut up. I'm dead right. Whether you like it or not, get used to it.
5: Now as I told you earlier Lillard won the MVP he had 39 points and had 11 threes. I think what bothers me the most about this uh him talking afterwards is because he has been so awful for about six weeks, maybe two months with the bucks I mean Scotty, you can't find this guy on a nightly basis two for seven from three, two for 10 from three. the bucks are losing night night after night but he was gassed up for this. Uh, here's Dame time. And I did come into the weekend, you know, and I knew I was doing a three-point. I was like, I'm going a, I'm to a come to win. You know, I ain't going to come be casual and try to be cool about it. I'm going to try to win it again. And I'm going to come in the All-Star game, my first start. I know I'm going to be on the floor a lot. And, um, you know, I'm a vet in this game at this point. So um, why not try to go, go get an MVP, the games, you know, since I, I've been here enough. and. um I saw the ball start to go in, and I did that. But I wouldn't say it was validation. Uh, I would just say it was just a,
2: a, something that I put my mind on, and I was like, I'm going right. you know, that's gonna be what yeah. what my intentions are this weekend. And I was able sure. to do it.
3: Yeah, all so right. I think they should uh, trade him back to Portland, and then he could, <laughs> um, and then he could uh, shoot 45 times a night again like he used to. And then uh, I think he should buy the uh, Portland Trailblazers, He says he wants to buy them anyway. Um, he's done nothing in Milwaukee but lose, so it hasn't worked in Milwaukee. Why not just trade him back to Portland? That's where he belongs anyway. That's where he wants to be anyway. I don't believe for one minute he ever wanted to be traded. Uh, I think that was all a ruse. And I'll tell you another mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I, like I said, I'm going to repeat myself. That three-point contest was terrible, and um, watching Anescu and Curry was better. Watching those, the rest of them clank threes and miss threes— I know guys that can shoot better than them that make no money. I know guys that can bury threes one after the next, and I play with them. And I I know guys that are in their 50s that shoot better than them. And I'm watching. Watch it again if you think I'm wrong. Watch the last seven shots he took. Christ, I'm surprised he hit the effing rim. He hit so many bricks. And then the last one went in and he started giving me his little watch thing again. Man, no one cares about you anymore, old man. Go back to Portland and buy the team, and then you'll uh, become completely irrelevant
5: like you are in Milwaukee. He's irrelevant in Milwaukee right now. They need to start winning some games. Uh, Halliburton had a big weekend. I'll pass on him. Uh, You know, Probably should have gave it to him over game time, but he wasn't shooting uh, 500 three-pointers from midcourt, so they gave it to him. I do want to play LeBron, though, of course, Scotty, because he's always a big topic of conversation. I think he played the least. I think him, uh, Kawhi, and Paul George, like a lot of some of these guys, only played like twelve, thirteen minutes in the game. A uh, so Le- LeBron wasn't out there a lot. You're right because of that ankle. Uh, he's not sure when he's going to stop playing. He was asked this about six hundred times this past weekend.
1: What is the great dream for LeBron James? What else
3: are you pursuing?
1: Um, you know, I'm just still because I just my my love for the game. I'm not pursuing anything, um, but love my for love the for the game runs deep. So just trying to give. Everything I can to the game until I have nothing left, um, in the sense of just my love. Um, it's not about the physical or things of that nature. It's just about the pure joy of going out and playing a game that I love. Ah, and, the pure joy. Um, you know I, I know, I know I don't have much time left, um, but while I'm out there, I just try to play with a lot of joy and a lot of fun. Mm. I don't
3: um,
5: have much time listen,
3: left. Listen, like I said before, I believe fully. That he is another one of these, uh, and I listen. I think he's brilliant, great, amazing, unbelievable, sensational, amazing uh, career uh, from high school till today, just absolutely unequaled. But uh, he's got to have a farewell tour because any guy that'll have a, a decision show, and any guy that makes movies about himself. And has a company that makes documentaries about him and everything he does. And then we have, uh, you know, every time he goes to a high school game or a college game, he has to have a film crew follow him. Uh, he's another one of these vain people that has to have a farewell tour. Yeah. There is no way that guy will have a, I heard the Tim Dunk in it, like Tim just Duncan. quit. There is no way that this guy who is so in love with himself on camera. I don't care what anybody says. If you think that guy doesn't love attention, you're imagining things. Christ, he does more everything than you can imagine. commercials movies, documentaries, clothing lines, blah, blah, blah. I'm surprised he's not uh, Tiger Woods' caddy. I mean, and then how about he comments on every other sport? If I'm watching the Super Bowl, he's got to be the analyst in the. If I'm watching the Stanley Cup, he jumps in with a couple of comments about hockey. If it's the U.S. Track and Field Championships, he starts talking about Gary Richardson. He never stops being the guy of the moment. So believe me, they're going to be a farewell tour like you've never seen before.
5: I, I I agree. He tried to play off. I saw the clip you're talking about, which was Saturday. Uh, before the skills competition, where he said, "I don't know, I'm 50 50 on it. Oh, if yeah, I want, the, sure. if I want the Jordan Kobe tour, if I'm gonna dunk in this and just just walk away and hey, not tell anybody, uh, he is 1,000 percent. He's begging people to, to beg him. They're begging him. Gonna, to do exactly. It. That's why he's bringing it up because he wants to make sure that everybody pleads with him. Please, LeBron, give us the farewell tour. Make sure you." <laughs> He's yeah. like, get my flowers in every city it's every automatic. night. He one thousand percent. I, uh, he's got to play with Bronny.
3: We're gonna bring uh, Bronny on the Lakers. Like, I can't uh, take it anymore. Honestly, like, are you really fooled by this? This is all no. like, this is all planned out and drummed up
5: nonsense, uh, is what it actually is. Uh, that's for sure. He's also committed to playing for Team USA at the 2024 Paris Olympics. So I'm that'll probably be his last one. Uh, so I'm sure he's going to want to go out with a gold. I'm sure they're going to have a, probably the best team they've had since the Redeem team, right? I mean, they're probably going to come out with a pretty big team after the way they have performed uh, recently in those international events. Uh, you mentioned Curry beating Ionescu. That was probably the best thing that happened all weekend uh, in Indianapolis. It was fun. Everybody hates Kenny Smith now. Uh, for what he did, uh, what he said while Inescu was going. Well, what did you think so, of him I mean, saying
3: that uh, she should have shot from the women's line, and then he he kept um, rubbing it in. He's like, she should have never been back at the men's line, and then he started comparing well, it to other
5: things. He, he was dead wrong because she had as many as the guys that were in the regular three-point competition. <laughs>
1: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
3: I just had to elaborate on uh, Kenny uh, the Jet Smith. He doubled down on saying that uh, Inescu should have shot from the women's line in the uh, three-point contest. And then Reggie Miller was like, she wanted to shoot deep. Shoot her, shoot. Just let her shoot. What's your problem? And then he said, that's why there's a women's tee in golf. So he doubled down and started making fun of women golfers that uh, tee off 100 yards in front of the men's tee back by the blue tips, Carver High, just so everyone knows. Carver Hyde blasts from the blue tips at the Cape Cod Open and has no time for the ladies' tea. But I hang out with Mafia at the ladies' tea trying to pick up chicks.
5: Yeah, I, I can tell you right now, I definitely am not back there on the blues uh there's there's no chance I, I just i absolutely have no Come desire on carver High. uh you, you take a look back there like i'm on the regular i'm on the regular white, white white tees and i'm looking back there i'm going Shh. i mean some of them it's just a lot more i mean i mean so every yard i get he's <laughs> he's getting
3: heat for uh women have turned on him now <laughs> he's doomed
5: He's he's going to have himself a very rough uh, go here coming up. A very rough go for Kenny. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, I have more NBA for you, and I'm going to finish that off at the top of the hour. But I will tell you, they never got the, uh, the great American race off yesterday, and they are going to get it off here in a couple minutes. Uh, looks like a 4 o'clock east just after the top of the hour uh, start. Uh, odds moved a little. Denny Hamlin now uh yeah. favorite look he's gonna Bush, win Keselowski. we're on marty truex jr uh that's who we're i'm with. on
3: well i always am on marty but i like uh as you know i like hamlin and i said that on uh sunday when it was canceled when i was on in game live and i also like the the racist larson i like him the one that got thrown out and uh when he finally got back into nascar he's a great driver so give me